Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And today I'm going to be focusing on how you can change your working environment and your relationships. Now, we often think that kindness is something that we reserve for our friends or family and sometimes our neighbors. But I'm here to share with you that after years of practicing as a medical doctor, I feel that it is something we should all do at work. And I'm not talking quid pro quo, a favor granted in return for something. I'm talking about genuine kindness. It's not only good for your health and well-being, but also for the people around you. Now, over the past 20 years, I've had so many conversations with my patients about their work-life balance because often a huge part of the stress or frustration in someone's life comes from their work, which in turn can negatively impact their health. You see, many of my patients who suffer from burnout, absenteeism, stress, anxiety, and depression often talk to me about work in negative terms. It could be the workload, it could be high staff turnover, bullying, or a toxic work culture. All of these things can not only impact our physical and mental health, but it can also impact on our productivity as well. Growing up, we're all told to be kind. But when we graduate into the world of work, it does seem like sometimes kindness can disappear. Perhaps it's because people think that if you're too kind, you'll get walked all over, or that kindness on some level is a weakness and you won't be taken seriously enough when it comes to important decisions. But if you think about it, feeling happy in our place of work is really, really important. After all, we'll spend on average a third of our adult life at work. And if you're dealing with conflict, and negative colleagues on a daily basis, it really can be pretty demotivating, which of course can lead to all kinds of subsequent lifestyle choices, such as comfort eating or drinking a bit more alcohol in the evenings to help us cope. You see, there's plenty of research that shows that businesses that have a culture of kindness have happier and more engaged staff, and that in turn has an effect on the business's bottom line. But of course, I'm not here to talk about a company's profit and loss. I'm here to talk about the potential health gains for you. Over the past couple of years, there have been dramatic changes in the way that we work. Some things are considered to be good, some things considered to be bad. Some of my patients these days spend all day in online meetings. And of course, this can have benefits. Instead of long commutes, morning and evening, that time can be spent with loved ones or can be spent going for a walk or doing some meditation or some form of health-promoting exercise before we start working. But the negatives are that we're not surrounded by our colleagues, and this can lead to the removal of those chance encounters where we're thanked for doing a great job or praised for our soft skills. Perhaps it was handling a tricky situation, or you noticed someone was a little low and you were kind and gave them a helping hand and a listening ear. Now, These often seem like traditions from another lifetime, but these small interactions are what make us human. Without them, without these casual lunches, without coffee breaks with our colleagues, without a little chat around the water cooler, we just don't have the same opportunities for social connection as before. And without them, it can be a lot harder to find joy in our work. So what can we do about it? Well, I offer this humble suggestion, practice kindness. Giving compliments and recognition to your work colleagues has the power to transform your workplace. So let's look at some of the other benefits of being kind at work. It can increase our mood and energy levels. As you've heard me say earlier this week, the chemical serotonin is released when we perform an act of kindness. 
And this can result in a feeling of calmness and reduced anxiety. Being kind at work also increases positive perspectives. And then the chemical oxytocin is also released, which encourages optimism and lowers blood pressure. Receiving a compliment, words of recognition and praise can help you feel more fulfilled, boost your self-esteem and trigger positive emotions. And practicing kindness also helps life to feel more meaningful. A study showed that spending money on others and volunteering our time improves well-being and brings happiness and a sense of meaning to our lives. The happiness researcher Sean Anker found that when people work with a positive mindset, performance on nearly every level improves productivity, creativity, and engagement. The Stanford psychologist Jamil Zaki found that kindness itself is contagious and that it can cascade across people taking on new forms along the way. I think we can get all of these benefits and we can help others get them today, whether we're working remotely or in the same place. What it requires is you to intentionally decide to be kind. Every single act of kindness can have an impact. You know your workplace better than anyone. It may be that you can help someone with a deadline or you could allow others to speak before you in meetings or it could simply mean being willing to listen and ask, how can I help? It's more than just recognition. It's smiling. It's not gossiping. It's celebrating birthdays and other important events and being a cheerleader for someone else's ideas. Each of us can choose whether or not to be kind. All of us are impacted by the actions of those around us, whether we know those people or not. So whatever you come across in your day, why not try your best to respond with kindness and empathy? Can you start to build a wave of positivity in your workplace? Tomorrow, I'm going to be looking at more ways in which we can be kind and explain the ripple effects that it can cause. I'll see you then.